is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man sure. needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Oh. So I see you're wearing uh, some of the gear that you brought back from your trip. Oh you're man, the no. bigger reveal. No, I didn't. For the people that are listening, I just ripped off a goddamn hoodie and I had a shirt on underneath that he didn't even know about. He baited me with the hat and then totally just blew it wide open with the shirt reveal. Yeah, that, yeah I'm wearing all totally kinds of California gear. <laughs> I was lazy, honestly. This is how this happened. Um, my hair is not done. And uh, this was the only like clean shirt in the vicinity when I was getting ready to get ready for the live show that we're doing on Instagram. So I uh, just threw on the tourist shirt, wearing the tourist hat, ready to hey, record this goddamn it's, episode. It's clean. It's brand new. Yeah. It's looking, oh yeah. Looking fresh. You know, I love the, the feeling of fresh like clothes, fresh hat, fresh, fresh shirt. You know. It's you're looking. Good. You're looking a little more tan, I'd say. Got some sun Ooh. while you're out there. Got plenty of sun. We uh, we were visiting Cali for like we were there for six days. And, uh, yeah, dude, I got sunburned. We walked uh, from Santa Monica to Venice. Now, did back. you use sunscreen? Not at all. And, See, uh, that, as oh, a, man. That's a couple miles of walking in the direct sun by the ocean that just really took a toll. And I have, like, these little sun bumps on my neck. Yep. It's fucked up, man. I got a little poisoning because I'm not used to the sun being so extreme like it is out there. That might have been what fucked up your stomach a little bit on the ride home, too, all that sun exposure. Mm -hmm. It really might have, dude, because, yeah, I was out there with no protection at all, all day. (laughs) But, you know, it was a great trip. Beat by the heat in California sun, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, but other than that, you know, I had a lovely time, as always, out there. You know, you live out there and get to experience the lovely shit that's out there to do. Non-stop action and great food. Rubbing uh, elbows with celebrities in the back of the comedy oh, store. That was my. That was probably my favorite part, man. Yeah, we went to the comedy store on night one, and uh, I got to meet like legends. I got to meet Joey Coco Diaz and talk to him for a minute there. Like he's coolest dude, fucking ever. And Eddie Bravo, another fucking great dude. And I uh, got to see Red Band was there. I saw Jeff Ross. Um, it was, it was insane to just be able to talk to these people, man, that I see on TV and, on, and hear on podcasts all the time. And, yeah, uh, from what you said, magic. they seem very, very nice and personable as well. So nice, man. Anybody that goes there can really just meet these people. They're just, they're people people. That's what yeah. I feel when I'm around them, you know? And it's authentic. It's not bullshit. And uh, I really enjoyed that. I got to say, like, the Comedy Store is a great place if you're ever out in L.A. and have a chance to check it out. West Hollywood. It's fucking awesome. Definitely. Maybe we can provide a little bit of comedy ourselves on today's episode. Hell yeah. Well, that's, you know, we try to learn from the best. Do what the fuck we can. <laughs> Take some notes. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm 
Jesse. I was gonna go with some like I don't know comedy related bit thing going into it, but I couldn't I couldn't come up with anything. Shit, we're okay. failing them already. God damn. I was worried you. I was like, is he feeling like an earthquake or something? Like, uh, what's going on? Jesse, <laughs> seismic Jesse. And, uh, oh fuck! I, I just wasn't clever enough today. I guess. Ah, okay. Okay, I thought we were gonna do. It's going down crazy. We're shaking the rust off. We've been on vacation, you know. I gotta, yeah, I gotta man. get back into this. I feel like it's been forever since I've been at this mic, staring at you, talking to strangers on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I know it's something we like to keep up on. Hell yeah! And, uh, some some strangers that are very supportive of us are some of the Patreon. Slackers. Oh, they're no strangers to my heart. No, they're, we, we hold them near and dear for sure, even though we never have met some of them in real life. Some we have. We, we know some, some we personally. But a uh, big shout out to Dave Gunn, a longtime Patreon slacker. Thank you, Also, buddy. a new Patreon slacker, Seth Anders. Thank you, sir. We appreciate the support. A.K.A. the Mad King, if you are familiar with our Facebook group. Trying to overthrow. We we also have Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette podcast. Fucking great show. Thank you guys. Definitely subscribe to them. And Aaron W from the Yes and I Am podcast. Make sure to subscribe to both of those. Thanks, guys. Everybody, your support goes a long, long way with keeping the show going and uh, helping us. You know, it's fucking awesome. We appreciate it. And some more love we want to show is to whoever wins our pod shout out pick of the week. The way this works, we pin our latest episode up on Twitter, and whoever retweets it has a chance to win a shout-out and get the uh, little tag on our, our next pin tweet for the following week. So this time around, we got 19 to pick from, Matt. I don't know where I'm going to go. I honestly just don't know. I just That's, that's <laughs> a weird number you're hitting me with. Hmm. Yeah, it is, a, it is an odd number. I'm going to go with the last man. Let's go with 17. The very, very... Oh, 19 would be the last one. Oh, I thought you said, I thought ni- you said 17. 19 total. I'm shot. Yeah, I'm shot. 19. We're going 19. Although 17 now sounds good, but no, we're going to go 19. 19 is the Frat vs. Nerd podcast. Okay. And they are at, at Frat vs. Nerd on Twitter. What do they do? A, po- a podcast duo, a frat, and a nerd stuck in an endless attempt to find common ground. New episodes every Sunday. Subscribe on iTunes. They're from uh, oh, nice on Toronto, Ontario. Okay, that's cool. You know the the jock and the nerd try to find the common ground. I like that. And I'm retweeting their pin tweet as well right now. So congrats to at Fret versus Nerd. Go follow them on Twitter, and uh, you guys are going to be pinned on next week's episode. So Matt, what do we have coming up for the rest of the show? Well, as always, we're going to start out with bizarre news. And uh, one of the stories we're going to talk about, how following your craving could make you fucking rich. Then we're going to step into a bit of technology and uh, wrap that up with some apps that we have that we like and we want you guys to see if you enjoy as well. And then we're going to finish it out with a relatively new segment we like to call This or That. And it's a tech edition one. So stick around this to see what we do with that. This or that. This or that. This or that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for it. So uh, before we get into this or that, we like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. We're talking about the reigning champs of uh, smoking the marijuana. New York City. How did how did they get this title? You ask. I would have never guessed. Well, a company called Cedo did a study recently 
of the of 13 states within, uh, or I'm sorry, 13 cities within the United States, and they found that by total consumption in metric tons, New York City smokes 77.44 metric tons of marijuana, which almost is almost double that of the second place uh, runner up here, Los Angeles, at 36.06 metric tons. Jesus Christ. I would have never, ever guessed that fucking L.A. smoked half as much as New York City. <laughs> but it's readily available everywhere. It's you on every corner. You everywhere. You smoke half as much as we do. <laughs> Literally. Dude, it's everywhere. It's, it's insane. Now, I think that has something to do with uh, just from being out in California. I've noticed that a lot of native Californians don't smoke. Um, and they just don't see it as like a big deal, really. Yeah. Um, Maybe that has to do with natural. the fact that their parents did it, and it's less of a taboo, so they don't see it as like, oh, the cool thing to do. And maybe since in New York it's okay. illegal, and you're told not to do that, maybe there's a little bit more of a draw to it being illicit in some way. That make that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. I'm not a sociologist or anything, but that, that's at <laughs> least my idea of you know, the longer something is okay and not like the thing to not do, the less attractive it seems to people who aren't supposed to do it yes exactly yeah yeah i can definitely see that it's how people are naturally man they also in this study went into uh the tax revenue they said you know if they took a 42.5 percent tax and applied it across the board to each of these cities and said if you tax the amount consumed by this 42 and a half percent new york would make out with $354.48 354.48 million dollars in tax revenue. Jesus Christ, man. That, a lot can be done with that kind of money. A lot. And that, just for example, they said on here uh, that would pay for three months of uh, school lunches for every single public school kid in New York City. <laughs> wow, millions upon millions of people. That's crazy. Yeah. There's, there's a lot there's a lot to be uh, had out of the revenue that can come out of this. So hopefully New York will change their tone soon. I think Andrew Cuomo said that they're, they're thinking about it. And this is just counting New York City, not like the entire state of New York. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's crazy. Just the city. Not even the fucking upstate pie right. heads that fucking got nothing else to do besides <laughs> light one up. Because there's nowhere to go to. <laughs> so keep puffing on that sour diesel, New York. Uh, we're going to be posting this article up on our Facebook page on Monday, as we do with all of our weed articles. If you'd like to read a little bit more and look into that study, see who's smoking what, when, where, and how, how much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This isn't the only smoke we're going to talk about on this episode. I'm telling you that. Uh-oh. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of fire with the smoke we're about to talk about. This smoke came from a man trying to deal with some pests and uh, he wasn't just smoking them out he uh, lit a smoke bomb a simple firework threw it into the crawl space under his house where these skunks had been living and stinking the goddamn place up (laughs) now as you can imagine a firework in a closed off area is just not a good idea especially when it's under a house that probably has a ton of insulation there in that crawl space and wood right above that those dust bunnies are going up Oh, man, all that... Yeah, just exactly. It's so gross and dusty under there. God knows what else was there to catch a fire. You get enough dust particles in the air, and then a flame, it could explode. At least if it's compressed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently this man in Ferndale, Detroit, he uh, burned down his house. He lost most of his possessions, as you could imagine, would happen in this kind of incident. 
And uh, unfortunately, the worst part about it is when the firefighters cleared the area and searched, they didn't even find any skunk carcasses or any evidence of skunks. So if there were skunks, they got away clean and he lost everything. Probably if or, they were uh, there, they smelled the fire and just got the hell out. Right? Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Well, you know, and apparently the guy waited 15 minutes before he called the, um, the, you know, the firefighters and shit. And uh, apparently, under basic estimate, that's about, it grew 30 times its size. And when, if he had called, like, right away, he could have prevented it from probably burning down his whole house. Was he, like, trying to attempt to save it himself or anything? Well, no, Usually I think it was more of a just shock. Yeah, it was just a shock, like, Fuck. Like, <laughs> what do I do? Oh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about him trying to put anything out, but I could imagine that was the first step was him trying to fucking throw a little water in there, but uh, that didn't help that's out. no, that's never the right move. You're wasting very valuable time as you sit there stalling, deciding yeah. whether or not to call. Always call. <laughs> oh my god, always call right away and then try to figure out what else to do next. Like the worst thing is you have backup show up after you handled it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, wow, you really fucked up, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my now, God. Now, it sounds like he should have uh, been notifying some professionals about his skunk problem, because he didn't handle this in the very best way. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's what the local Ferndale fire chief said, too. He was like, uh, we suggest citizens hire pest control professionals. Just don't be a do-it-yourselfer, because it can lead to some bad incidents. It's like, you don't have skunks under here, it's just a bunch of mangoes, you must have dropped them, fucking they rolled under here while bringing some groceries in. You didn't have skunks at all. Yeah, man. Fucking A, man. That or just imagine it's like a gas leak or something weird, and he just like mixes it up. <laughs> it's a gas leak and he throws a smoke throws bomb a in smoke there. smoke bomb under there. Do you mean stuff don't smell like butane? Oh my god. I wouldn't fuck with it. You never know. You never know. So, so that's, a, that's a bit of a crazy scenario. People burn their house down over a skunk. We got, Just a little bit. We got another crazy <laughs> scenario coming out of uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. And we this is very un, unexplicable, if, if you will. Uh, a man crashed his car started firing gunshots into the air, then stripped down and ran naked into the woods. <laughs> and so goes it's so goes the legend sense. of the Headless Horseman. Wait, I think I'm getting this wrong. I, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's a I'm mixing up my stories the pantsless here. pervert. The pantsless pervert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the one. Um, this man, who was 33 years old, uh, he was charged with going armed to the terror of the public, which I've never heard, uh, indecent exposure, and violation of a local ordinance. Probably the, uh, <laughs> you can't have your fucking pants off in public ordinance. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I would imagine. You don't need to be buck-ass naked running through somewhere. Yeah, they don't really explain why this all went down. They just say, you know, at 9pm, he was reported driving erratically down Market Street. Law enforcement were en route, and the vehicle got into a wreck. He then jumped out of the car, shot off four or five rounds, got naked, and ran into the woods. Eventually, into the air, too. So he, he clearly didn't want to hurt anybody. He was just like, stay back, clear the back. Yeah, no, it's it's very odd that, because they're like, yeah, he fired into the air. It's not at anyone in particular, just sort of wildly firing him. And uh, then he got naked, ran into the woods. Once he, 
apparently realized being naked in the woods arrived. So he went back for the clothes, <laughs> and that's when they fucking got him. His bail was set at $2,500, which, okay. They yeah, nabbed fair, him. fair. Alright, that's reasonable. I mean, he didn't try to kill anybody. Figure out what's going on He's got some man. issues. Like, I hope they try to help help him out, find him some help. Yeah, find the, the, the root of the problem here, what made him take those clothes off and shoot and run buck-ass naked into the woods. I think you had an interesting uh, take on it <laughs> with the clothing. Yeah, I think he had haunted clothes. Now hear me out. You get ghosts <laughs> in your clothes. You end up needing to rip those suckers off. You got to leave them on their on their own for a little bit. If you and that's why he Hell came yeah. back. So he took them off. He tried. <laughs> they also took control of that gun. That gun was just as haunted as those clothes. Oh man. Hey, that's a hell of a fight towards uh, going to the court, dispersing a firearm unsafely. Well, you're it's on, like, hey, those are ghosts, bitch. There were ghosts you don't even those know. Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> those ghost clothes. Those clothes ghosts. It's <laughs> a tough one to say. Clothes, clothes ghosts. ghosts. Took over and they just they wanted to shoot that gun. <laughs> I had no control. So we we will never have an explanation as to why this guy ended up uh, acting at all crazy and getting naked and running into yeah. the woods. But we know that. Uh, he safely has his bail set. It's <laughs> about all we know. Maybe he made it. Yeah, that's all we know so far. But uh, hopefully he gets his help he needs. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, whether it's you know, those clothes. blessing his clothes to get rid of those ghosts. Or, OxyClean yeah. now with holy water. Oh, man. Yeah. Get those fucking ghosts OxyClean right out. out. <laughs> yeah, just fucking... That would be a real multi-purpose right there, man. That's just fucking cleaning, like, uh, spiritually uh, and physically. Dirt, grease, stains, spirits. <laughs> Demons. <laughs> Even trolls. Trolls don't like it either for some reason. No. You know, in Get case you encounter a troll on a bridge <laughs> or a troll on the internet, you show up at their house, spray them in the face, they won't like it. Trolls everywhere. Stroll oxyclean in the face. <laughs> Well, man, shit, some of this holy uh, water oxyclean could be used to deal with the problem that occurred in our next story. Because we got an asshole on an airline that decided nothing was going to slow him down from passing gas. He was just going to keep letting him fly. And uh, he pissed off a couple people on his plane, too. To the point where they started giving him a beatdown, and the captain had to actually make an emergency landing. Oh, man. Yeah. Now... Apparently, they asked the guy to stop multiple times. They even tried to talk to the uh, airline attendants, get them to talk to this guy, and they really didn't do much to help them. So, as you can imagine, flying, it's uncomfortable as is. Nobody fucking wants to be stuck in that little fuselage for hours upon hours with some other asshole fucking letting rip. Oh, recycling your asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So, they start putting the beat down. They had to break the fucking plane down, and two dudes... And two ladies get taken off the plane. Now, these two ladies claim they have nothing to do with it. They just happen to be sitting in the aisle, and uh, they they got caught got up in the str- disturbance. I got guess strafe run like, by this this fucking uh, flat flatulent flyer. Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking is like I only hear I only see two dudes got removed. So I'm imagining that the fucking dude that was letting them rip. They were like, please don't press charges. We'll let you stay on the plane. <laughs> and they took off the guys that were laying the beat down on them. Well, that's what I'm thinking happened, well, man. Well, you can't beat you can't beat anyone up. You are allowed to fart. 
and maybe he was holding he was holding them hostage. He's like, if you take me off this planet, I will let the biggest fart out. <laughs> and I'll just no nuke one, it. No one will make nuke. it out alive. <laughs> oh man, the silent. But they're then, like, all right, we'll leave him on. Finisher. They and they took the other man. passengers off for their own safety. <laughs> This guy's about to pull off some fucking dirty Do- fucking finishing move. Doomsday dump- <laughs> dumpster farts. Fatality. Yeah, I, I, I hate that part of flying. Just the fact that you're, you're yeah. stuck in there with someone and like they're eating nasty food or something next to you, let alone like farting. Like, fuck that. <sighs> Dude, there's so many things that can go wrong on a plane. Kids. Snakes. Foods. Farting. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's not always going to be there to save you. No, he's not. Kel Mitchell can't always land it for you. Nope. Unfortunately, man. It's a a sad thing. Sad, sad thing. (laughs) Well, you have to follow your cravings sometimes, be it a a stinky sandwich on a plane and uh, sometimes chicken wings. Do you ever get a hankering for chicken wings? Oh, my God. All the time right now included. Oh, I can definitely go for some some extra. I always always ask for extra fried. Mm Mm-hmm. Yo, crispy is where it's at. Like, I, there's nothing worse than like a wing that feels like it's undercooked. Yep. First off, Slimy. I hate that. Like, a, it's like, yo, is this is this pink inside? I can't tell. This looks like it could be raw. Ooh, yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> when they're crispy, there's no doubt. You you like get that fucking nice crisp outside. That's why I ask. And you get to I the ask them. Like, oh. Well done. Hell yeah. So yeah, you can't go wrong. Extra. Make them nice and crispy. Can't go wrong. Well, Fuck no. You know, a craving for chicken wings could uh, send you down a path that leads to a million dollars like this woman in Durham, North Carolina. Fucking A, man. If you are I've always said, I've always said chicken wings can lead to great things. I'm, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I want to get that on a patch with two little chicken wings like cross. <laughs> now, this Durham woman uh, was craving chicken wings, and she decided to go down, you know, get a Mountain Dew, 12 wings with teriyaki sauce, which... Sounds, sounds like a tasty uh, decision. Yeah, right. And just offhand, decided to buy a million dollar fever scratch-off ticket. Okay. It wasn't even like why she was going there. She was going there. She was in, had a wing thing going on. Wing thing. <laughs> so now, she decides to start scratching the ticket as she's going to her car. She uh, gets to her car. She saw a little fire symbol. And she's like, I know I want something. I got something good. She was thinking maybe it's ten bucks it'll pay for the ticket maybe it's a hundred bucks maybe it'll pay for my, a couple of my wings like a li- maybe a little bit more. All right. Keep scratching. Yeah, yeah. Boom. One million dollars. Holy fuck, dude! Can you imagine? You're thinking chicken wings. <laughs> Not even fucking with Lotto. You know what? And then all of a sudden you're a millionaire. What the fuck? Those are the best chicken wings you've ever had in your life. Now, I have to say, she's not technically a millionaire. Uh, these wings did make her rich, but uh, she took the lump sum, so she got the 423000 after taxes. So just shy, okay. or just uh, over 400000 So, you know, almost halfway to being a millionaire, but still, that's a lot more money than she had before, oh, you know? So shit, man. These these wings were a great decision for her. She says that she's gonna use the money to take, take a trip to Jamaica. She's got a family in Jamaica. And she wants to go back to see them, and she's super happy that she decided to chow down on some of those teriyaki wings because it inspired this this amazing uh, win for her. Damn. Now, well, I was saying, I if I win the lotto, I'm not going lump sum. Nah, no, right? Because it's the easiest way to go broke, and the taxes, the way they come out, and shit. I don't know. It seems sketchy. Guaranteed income. 
So it's like if you yeah. just work your job and then like that one, you can afford so many chicken wings. Yeah, dude. Yeah, just keep working and you still get that extra mailbox money from the lotto. You're just like, what's good? There you go. Rack the whip. Rack the Rack the wings. <laughs> There's a tongue twister right there. Rack the wings. Oh, man. Oh, man. All this wing talk. I'm fucking craving wings, man. But it's fucking late here on the East Coast. I don't think I'm going to be able to get any wings. I'm going to have to settle for those McNuggets from the all-night drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Little They're not too bad. What do you go for your sauce? I'm a sweet and sour man. I, 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 you know, I typically get the sweet and sour. You can't go wrong. McDonald's has the best sweet and sour. Argue me against that. I dare no, you. No, Because I'll, I I'll tear you apart. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't mean you specifically. I meant anybody in the world. I've but. tried Jack in the Box's uh, <laughs> uh, sweet and sour. It's got, like, pineapple in it. And it tastes a little bit too much. See, that's, like, a whole different thing to me when they go, like, tropical and they got the big chunks of pineapple in there. Like, that's, like, some glaze. Almost. Yeah, like, right? That's, like, you know, like, I don't know. There's something about that McDonald's sauce. I'm not making a sucking pig. I'm fucking dunking a nugget Yeah, yeah. I'm dunking a fucking nugget. Like, how am I going to scoop that piece of pineapple out with a nugget? <laughs> not enough. It's not a tortilla chip. Come on. Man. Well, for our fellow McNugget lovers out there and our Ricky Morty fans as well, McDonald's has fucking learned from their dumbass mistakes. And they're bringing back the Szechuan sauce. Woo! This time, I didn't. Hell no, we didn't get to try it. We didn't have a car to fucking trade to get one a packet of goddamn <laughs> sauce. So, <laughs> throw back to another episode. And people did ridiculous things to get these packets. If you don't know, they were going for insane amounts of prices online, different sites, and uh, even people on Craigslist were making trades, including a car for a pack of the sauce. That's a limited run, supposedly. So now they're re- they're remaking the sauce, and they're they're making about 20 million packets of this shit to send out. And they're not just gonna send it to random shops like they were with a small package of them. They were literally getting like up, you know, as low as four packets per store to those promotional stores that got the packets originally. That's how limited this shit was on the first run. Per like, fucking store. That, that, per fucking store. Four packets. Who the fuck? Like, way of doing it. Yeah. Man, yeah. Nasty so fucking. Nasty Rick and Morty fans screaming at fucking managers and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. And it even led to like one of the creators of Rick and Morty putting out a tweet saying, "FYI, we had nothing to do with the McDonald's stuff. Not happy about how this was handled. Please be cool to the employees. It's not their fault." <laughs> They're not the ones fucking churning out Szechuan. Just trying to capitalize on fucking somebody else's. Work, you know, it's like a cheap throw, really. But, but uh, it was like a big uh, boom, like you said, cars were being traded for it, people were selling them for like a hundred dollars a packet and stuff like that. You up to thousands, I think it got, man. It got insane. Now, a month or two ago, Bitcoin had a big bust and they went from like ten thousand down to six thousand. I think this is the Oof. Szechuan bust right now. And anyone who's been stocking those oh. and paid a hundred dollars for them, you're about to get flooded. The market is done. You're about to get fucked. Yeah, it's <laughs> over flooded with craziness. Like, it's the ultimate collapse of the Szechuan stock market. I'm gonna because... throw some out just for the hell of it. <laughs> I know, I, I was just gonna, like, the videos we can make of just, like, stomping them. Wasting or, like, <laughs> throwing them into the ocean. No, not throwing them into the ocean. We don't want to kill animals. <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean? Like, just fucking shit up with these Szechuans that people have given so much for. <laughs> and not even tasting it, just not even eating it. Everything but eating it. I'm excited to see uh, what it tastes I wanna like. I want to try it. I want to try it, yeah. 
Um, the Szechuan Sauce debuted originally in 1998 in association with the uh, Disney animated movie Mulan. Uh, uh, as far as I can tell, I, I don't think it exists outside of this. Uh, no? Please correct me if I'm wrong out there, slackers. But I did, I did a quick Google reference, and I couldn't find anything that wasn't involved, that was not involved with Mulan or the Rick and Morty rerun issue of it. Now, is is Szechuan like an actual Chinese sauce, or is this some bullshit McDonald's made up? Th- that's what I'm saying right now. Like, I think it's as far as I can tell. It's I think just, it's just bullshit. Just Mulan, Mulan madness. Unless the internet's just saturated with Rick and Morty fans and this whole nonsense, you know? The mix sauce made just ruined the original sauce. Like, there's some guy out there like, No, I made the Szechuan sauce! Yeah, like well, just that, pissed, like. Uh. If anyone could reach out to us and tell us if there's an authentic session, yeah, to please that correct that. us if we are wrong. But as far as I know, this is some kind of coup. China or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever been to China, you might be familiar with our next story. Uh, apparently, there's a cultural practice that the Chinese government is wanting to crack down on. And what practice is this? You may ask. Funeral strippers, of course. Oh We're my talking God. about lovely ladies shaking it all, bearing their butts at the in front of the deceased and their friends and family. <laughs> this seems highly inappropriate. Live girls, dead there, bodies, I, all night. <laughs> there's a cultural boundary here that's not allowing me to understand this tradition. <laughs> it's like a neon sign that just says like live, nude, dead. Like. <laughs> oh my God! Like, wait, what? Uh, um, like, wait, are they? Uh, Live new dead. Are they the- alive? <laughs> wait, what's huh? Are you guys wait what? So the, I guess dead the people on sticks for this this practice that happens in um, rural rural areas in China. Um, it's it's to attract mourners. You know, at your funeral, like at your wedding, you want a lot of people there because it shows that you're important and people care about what's going on in your life. So people have been hiring strippers. To perform at their de- the deceased loved one's uh, funeral in order to attract a loud crowd that would be associated with like a Vegas casino floor, more so than a <laughs> than a funeral or a wedding ceremony. I mean, I just imagine like this is happening a lot of funerals, but it's also weddings. So like, is there a stripper uh, like to the back of the bride while they're doing the vows and the Room's just looking that way the entire time. Like, what? What's who's benefiting from this the most? <laughs> Fuck it, uh, man. They they're uh, encouraging people to rat out these strippers as well. Snitch on the strips. Okay. They're paying. Snitch uh, on the strips. They're paying a ransom for anyone who gives details about these practices <sighs> still happening. But I you mean, only get, you only get paid one dollar bills. Honestly, if a, if a person wants to, like, buy friends at their funeral, it should be okay. Like, well, fuck it. I've, like, I've heard of other cultures. I think in Korea, specifically, they uh, people hire um, people to cry, like actors, to come cry at their funerals. That makes sense. There's a whole thing with that crying thing. Yeah. Because then it's like... That's, oh, yeah, I can see that? it. And professional mourners, man. Why not? I you can get paid was, for everything from cuddling to mourning. Makes sense. When I was when I was younger, I thought it would be funny to like pay like save up a bunch of money to like on my death be paid to like some B celebrity or something. 
uh, to show up at my funeral and pretend like they knew who I was. So, like, like John Stamos <laughs> just shows up crying, like, really hard at my funeral. And everyone's like, Jesse was. I didn't even know he knew him. What the fuck? Oh, like, is that fucking John Stamos? Do <laughs> you like, know oh fucking John Stamos? <laughs> no. See, and that's the, the kind of thing. You gotta, it's it's an event. It's still an event. You're not there, but you gotta, you gotta entertain the people. You're still the that's main person crazy. hosting, you like, in a way. You got Stamos. I got I got the guy that plays Hodor, but I just want him to come in as Hodor. So he's like, Hodor, 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 and he does it in reverse, and he eventually gets to hold the door, and he holds the door, and he just like walks out. And he's like, thank you. <laughs> That'd be perfect. That see, that's what I'm talking about. A little bit of flair, something to give the people something to think about when you're gone. Leave a little bit of mystery. You can't let yeah. people think they know a hundred percent of you. Even after you're gone. Yeah, dude. Leave, leave you gotta a, little, go out. a little challenge for him to figure out. Yeah, hell yeah. He I'm with Hodor? it. How did he fucking know Hodor? <laughs> what the fucking Hodor? What the fuck? Wait. Is Hodor real? What? So, we, we're continuing with the uh, multicultural type stuff and do our funny clip here. Hell yeah, we are. Because it's, uh, it's the end of the Olympics, I believe, right? Yeah, today, today, actually. They, I'm uh, recording they just concluded... Uh, the, the same day we're recording, the 2018 Winter Olympics, uh, I believe U.S. won gold in And also, I think, I want to say, like, the biathlon or whatever it is, the skiing and shooting thing, I think we did good in that one as well. All the sports that nobody gives a fuck about, we do. Uh, well, that's kind of winter in general, besides, the, I like <laughs> snowboarding and stuff. Exactly. People, people get pretty pumped about figure skating, I guess. Another one that's like, eh, not my yeah. thing, but, uh, you know, hey, talent. There's talent there. Oh, yeah. You can't deny that. And there's also talent in this combined GIF that we found on Reddit. It comes from uh, the Reddit combined GIFs page. And this is someone doing the sl- uh, ski slalom with, like, the little hills, the little mogul bumps that they have to sort of go through. Yeah. But it's combined with one of the at <laughs> walkers from uh, Star Wars shooting some lasers at him as he's falling down this fucking hill and it, it, the, whoever put this together if, if you want fucking credit probably. we are happy to give it to you um, yeah because this is hilarious. so good great editing great choice of clips it really looks like these dudes are getting fucking blasted by these ATs like they're just fucking flying down the mountain after they hit their little the bump the wrong way or whatever input laser fucking classic footage oh I can give a shout out to the user that posted it on reddit it's uh user scalabilasis it's like s-c-a-u-l-b-y l-a-u-s-i-s hopefully that's the guy that made it or if you found it but uh either way props to you for bringing it to our lives yeah definitely so we'll be posting that funny clip up on Wednesday like we always do on our Facebook page um Sure, go over there, like the page, and you can always stay up to date with the stuff we're posting. Now it's time to step into some technology. But before we do that, here's a word from a fellow podcaster. I'm Don Wrinkle, and everybody's got a podcast. And if you're gonna listen to one, import taste is the way to go. Because it's very greasy. This is Bill Lawyerson to tell you that In Poor Taste is the podcast you should listen to if you want to get sued. I'm Big Jim, here to say if you listen to In Poor Taste, huh? Guess we'll give you a Christmas handy. 
It's in poor taste. It's definitely not a comedy podcast. And it's definitely not educational. And it's definitely Australian. Stop, Stop asking. asking. Hello, I'm a Giorgio Casadoro, and this is my brother. Fativa. Come on down in poor taste. We're taking back and polish your jewels. That's us. South Hills, Pittsburgh. Born raised. Listen to Import Taste on the Podsberg Network, www.podsberg.com slash Taste for all of your edutainmentional podcast needs. If you guys said they were pod. And we're back. Now we're going to start off technology talking about an uh, interesting mix of like old technology and new technology and nature and man. It's, it's quite interesting to me. Japan has now set plans to build the world's tallest wooden skyscraper. And uh, it's going to be completed in 2041, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know gonna... they were building skyscrapers out of anything but metal these days. Yeah, right. Um, and there's a reason because like it's not like this is going to cost anything cheaper. It's actually going to cost around twice the uh, traditional wow. cost of any skyscraper. Um, but it's really neat because it's going to be ten uh, percent actually metal um, for bracing, just so it can handle you know the the typical earthquakes that happen. Yeah. Um, that and the weight of it, I would think too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But other than that, it's all going to be indigenous wood from the area and. Uh, it, it's really neat. It's an open structure. It's going to have live plants growing on it. And uh, it just it looks so fucking cool, man. It's so futuristic. I'm just curious to see if it really will hold up under a lot of stress. Because 10% metal in a, 70 stru- a 74 structure, that kind of scares me a little bit. The concept art of it looks interesting, but I'm, I'm going to admit it looks sort of like something built with toothpicks. That's exactly dead on. Dead on. It's seriously like this could be a model that was built with toothpicks because that's what it looks like. And it, I just don't see those little thin beams of any type of wood. I don't give a fuck if that's made out of hemp. Like, no, Slightly that's scary. not holding. You know that thing's going to sway like a bitch. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like, is it going to have that sort of sway to it? Are you going to feel it more because it's wooden versus like a metal one that's not flexing yeah. nearly as much? They're saying it's going to be, you know, just as strong, and apparently it's a special treated type of timber called cross-laminated timber, which is um, extremely flame-resistant, which is really good, and it holds oh. up even better than steel after being heated with high temperature. Oh, okay. So that's one of the interesting aspects of it is they're claiming this, so, I mean, realistically, I mean, if a fire broke out, that thing should hold up. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Uh, giant wooden structure is a big fire hazard unless you take those types of precautions. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god, I just imagine. One cigarette, that whole building's gone. That's the world's biggest bonfire waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of big fires, how about some of these rocket launches that uh, Elon Musk has been doing with SpaceX recently? Hell yeah, man. Coming. Making progress. You may or may not have seen uh, off the coast of California in the past week a shooting star looking thing, but heading off Earth, that was Falcon Heavy. It uh, launched from Vandenberg Air Force Base on California's central coast last Thursday, and it was carrying a number of different satellites, uh, some for Spain, some for uh, one called the Pause Satellite, and 
they had some of their own actually on there, which is the really exciting thing. The SpaceX satellites were are broadband satellites, and which these are awesome. Elon, yeah, <laughs> Best thing ever. <laughs> Elon's planning on using these to create a sat constellation of satellites calling that he's calling Starlink, and it's intended to offer broadband internet around the world. Yeah, that will compete with like any other company too. He's saying it's so inter- interesting, man, to be able to get Wi-Fi anywhere you are in the world. I was gonna say getting more, fucking cell phone service more than pain competing. In the he's reaching out to people that they can't get. Yeah, he's yeah. he says if successful, Starlink constellation will serve the least served uh, people, and he said That's that so in cool. a tweet last week. Yeah, yeah, catching up the rest of the world. That's and, fucking awesome. And like you said, if there's a little bit of competition, then maybe uh, people will be able to get out of the it, IS, ISPs, the internet service providers that are, seem to have everyone in a stranglehold where you only have like one choice or another. Yeah, yeah. So we, we always love to back up Elon Musk on what he's doing. It's always it's always fairly interesting to see what, what he's sending out to space. Oh man, and it's always got some type of uh, benefit to mankind. I swear. Maybe I just I look at him like uh, the Batman that this <laughs> world needs, but you know, he's got the money for it. <laughs> man, well, maybe uh, he can do something with this patent that we're going to talk about here, because NASA has uh, apparently released in a public domain dump. There was 56 uh, previously patented technologies, and. Uh, they had plans to create jet shoes, man. Like and jet they're, shoes. They're fucking really slim too. This is really cool. Like you shoes, though, if you were in space, shit. you could project yourself to where you need to be. But they're just like wearing like normal boots. Huh. That'd Dude, be, yeah, that'd be well, fun to have. Yeah, apparently you know it failed, but they're releasing the patent, and maybe some genius, some Elon Musk like character can do something with this and make some Iron Man like thrusters that we can wear one day and just be like fuck the elevator man I'm going 10 stories up (laughs) (laughs) now immediately for me what came to mind is using something like that instead of in space underwater which awesome that's way safer obviously like you're not gonna fall and break your neck from fucking 100 feet in the air you're less likely to crash into stuff if it I mean if it explodes on your foot you kind of be fucked but it's really fucking cool yeah like I wonder yeah you'd have to really make sure it doesn't explode and fucking take your legs off because that would suck but uh (laughs) there's those devices that you can hold on to like you know and they propel you underwater this would be a way cooler alternative shoes that you could just like press down on the toe and it fucking propels you wherever you want to go Propulsion, yeah. No, no yeah. that would definitely be really neat. And I wonder what other applications there could be. Because, like you said before, that's something that seems to happen as NASA releases this stuff. And someone goes, oh, you know what? That'd be uh, great for my cheese shredder I was trying to make or whatever. The fuck yeah, yeah. On. More minds on a project, the better. Yeah. The better ideas, you're going to get it. So it's, exactly. it'll be cool to see if we end up with some, uh, some jet-propelled shoes in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, something that's also being worked on for the future... If you've heard of Waymo, they're working on the self-driving car arm of uh, of the Google uh, car fleet. And okay. one of the things that they have just pat- uh, put out a patent application for is a method of determining routes for self-driving cars that would minimize motion sickness for the passengers inside said cars. Okay. 
So instead of taking a road that may have gone through construction or uh, a route that takes a bunch of sharp turns, maybe they can take a little bit longer route that's a more gentle ride that would cause less yeah. nausea for people inside the vehicle. Which, yeah, a lot of people get car sick, man. Yep. Uh, I've met a lot of people personally. recently, you know? Yep. Like my, my, even my girlfriend gets car sick occasionally. Same, same here. Yeah. It's cool to have smart GPS in a way that will be able to factor in these things like, oh, do I want a smooth ride? Do I want to get there fast? Yeah, it's like a different take on Waze almost. I love Waze. Waze incorporates a lot of things that uh, you won't get in another GPS device. Yeah, Waze is pretty sweet. I've, I've, had, a, I've had a good experience with them so far. Yeah. But it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be interesting to see as uh, self-driving cars become more prevalent if... You know, people will be choosing the, the easier route. Would you take a, a smoother ride a if it was ride. if it was like three minutes uh, extra? Uh, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'll ride bumps out, gun this bitch. Hit, hit the jump. It's not a plane. It's not a plane. In a plane, I'm like, please take the easy route. Fucking go around the world the other way. Tell them to take the stunt route. It's like, what's stunt yeah. route? You hit that. You're taking jumps over other cars. <laughs> Crashing oh, through like fuck. fucking fences. Fuck! I could have. I, I would have went with the the, the three minutes extra, man. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> can we can we go back? Go back! Go back! I guess Uber also patented an application uh, published online, which described a system of lights in its vehicles that would alert passengers to upcoming turns. So it seems like other companies are doing stuff as well that kind of interact with the people in the car to provide a better ride. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. You can get uh, an Uber driver that'll fucking bring you through hell gunning it around corners and fucking <laughs> take the turn going shit. 50 suggest we had speed a 20. we had some maniacs when we were in la sometimes especially. you gotta drive aggressively though yeah yeah cutting between impossible tight tight like <laughs> cars and shit you're like oh they know the size of their vehicle i guess <laughs> yeah well nokia's got you on uh some sick new phones if you are an uber driver to be running an uber on i'll tell you that they got uh, a new phone coming out that's unbendable, apparently. Huh. Which I guess is probably an alternative, you know, to like the whole iPhone thing that happened a couple years ago. I feel like Nokia is a little bit behind, even though they are huge in Europe. Everybody loves Nokia in Europe, but America just they get no respect. Yeah, times. Yeah, I always think of Nokia as kind of like a cheaper alternative. To yeah, well, phones. they have some banging phones actually. They're just not produced in the United States because they don't market well. Okay. These two phones specifically are really neat, especially the second one, which is uh, dubbed the banana phone, but you might recognize it from the original Matrix, with Keanu Reeves popping it out. It's this neat little like slide-out phone that has a spring-loaded uh, keyboard cover, but it's also where the mic is. It's really weird. It's sort of retro-looking. Uh, it's Yeah, it's definitely retro-looking. It's thin and curved, and it, it literally, it's the banana phone. It's <laughs> the perfect name for it, but it's pretty neat, man. I feel like it's gonna fit your pocket nicely and it's probably you know just a simpler phone it's cool yeah, i gotta get a new phone soon maybe i'll look into the nokia yeah i don't know about that i, I don't know like <laughs> I, I gotta i gotta look across the board and just even decide whether or not i want to go android versus iphone yeah but yeah these two phones are coming out if you're worried about fucking your phone up and breaking the uh bending that sucker nokia's got you or if you want to feel like you're in the fucking matrix nokia's got you <laughs> Well, if you want to feel like you're uh, you're uh, a Terminator, I got something for you out of Japan. Okay, I'm digging it. Who doesn't want to feel like a fucking Terminator? 
Well, you could be the extra large version of the Terminator because you can rent a giant robot to walk around a warehouse in Japan. <laughs> you get to be this robot. You're inside of the command center, which is its chest. Why do I just... I feel like Japan is the one place that this would happen. Like, that's perfect. Like, if you had told me this and get, told me to guess, I would have guessed Japan would be where this is happening. <laughs> they're, they're up on their giant robot stuff. They love that shit. The LW Mononofu Mecha, which is jargon for large armored robot, is uh, available for... I'm not sure. They didn't... I didn't see a price where you're... Uh, for renting it, you know? But oh, they say you? you can walk it around in their warehouse so it's not like you can go out and start wrecking uh towns with this giant robot you can just walk yeah, around fucking it, shit up it does have an air gun that i'm sure could blow out a couple of windows if you pointed it oh my at God. any glass in the surrounding <laughs> area oh it, yeah man and we're talking uh this thing is 27.8 feet tall so this is like an almost 30 foot tall robot that you're in oh charge of. And this isn't the only robot that this company has made. They've made some other mecha things. They have one called the Landwalker, which is like a two-leg transformer-looking robot. And then they have a child-friendly Jesus. version uh, that's still just as crazy-looking for $20,000. And that's a 1.6-meter-high robot. <laughs> Fuck, man, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the point where you can it. own your own personal robot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know if I'd trust it, man. That's crazy. That'll be popping up all over. You know there's going to be a bunch of Lewis fucking People copycats in different countries, man. Giant robot suits. Yeah, oh, my God. And then we're going to get robot MMA. Dude. To give you some relief, these things move really slowly. Especially that 30-foot 30, robot. Yeah, no, it's like... You could outrun it. Easily. It's because it's simple hydraulics still yet. Like it's nothing crazy. It's just a simple hydraulic pressing. That balance, like yeah, like that's all it is. Literally, it's like the same thing you find in like a dump truck bed or like uh, a caterpillar shit like that. Like right, you just don't it. Pick up, limbs. move forward, set down, and then repeat. <sighs> yeah, it's, yeah. Man, one day though, they're gonna have that shit nailed. You'll be yeah. able to fucking set up your appointment and fucking pick out one. What is it? Boston Dynamics? Aren't they the ones who are always doing the crazy robots? Yeah, the ones that you can't kick the fuck over and shit. Yep. Those are crazy, the man. Ones those that are, are the scary ones that are gonna, gonna be get. featured in Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones that like the military probably has some crazy shit based off of that's twenty years advanced that fucking can run and jump, do flips over walls, and still shoot you in the process. <laughs> like, the, the Death Cheetah. Pretty oh much. man, death cheetahs. That's scary as fuck. We're gonna touch out of uh, technology, talking about Airbnb. It's a uh, application that I know both of us really like. It's great to have if you're going yeah. to stay somewhere. You can cut the price of like staying somewhere like dramatically by just staying in somebody's house or apartment that they're renting out at the moment. And uh, one of the things about Airbnb that's kind of sketch, you can have a, a great experience or you could have like a negative experience. You don't know exactly what you're walking into because you're you're basing your decision off of like, you know, seven photos or some shit like that. Yep. But now Airbnb is looking to cut that out and uh, they're launching, they have launched already, Airbnb Plus, which is, um, it's going to be a little more pricier. It's going to, you know, the average room will run around $200 compared to the average of 100 for regular Airbnb. But what you're getting is a house that's guaranteed to have a clean 
kitchen that's stocked, you know, the bathroom's gonna have toilet paper and be clean. It's weird, you have, to, it's be weird clean. you have to pay extra for this. I know, it, it's weird you have to, but it's because they gotta do checkups on these places to make sure these guys aren't assholes. You know, it's a lot to run these companies, and uh, it's so the sort of, same model almost of uh, like how they do Uber and shit. You know, so like it's sort of like premium. a verification in a way. Yeah, yeah. There's Uber Premium and stuff. If you've got like an exotic car that you've got to, you've got to get checked up like every so often to make sure they're not fucking dirty and gross. Right. It's gonna be the same thing with this. It's, and it's you're not gonna find like the, some apartment in the hood either. You know, like it's gonna be a nice place. It's not gonna be like a lower class area that's just clean. It's gonna be like a nice, nice place like that's three bedrooms you know right extra bathrooms stuff like that one thing that i've always found with airbnb and hotels even you know read read reviews see what other people have said there's always Mm going to be one or two bitter people but like if the majority of reviews are positive then you know it's you're probably gonna have a good time yeah yeah you're you're always gonna have the salty ones and they're usually easy to decipher like oh you know they were just happy something wasn't given to them right way or whatever like even when i had like a semi-negative experience with one of my airbnbs i still ended up giving a semi-positive i tried to look on the bright side of like the trip rather yeah. than like concentrate on the negatives could have went a lot worse yeah and you don't want to you don't want to falsely lead people into believing something else you know yeah no or absolutely accident. Yeah, but I think it's a cool thing, and I think you know if you're looking to to spend a little extra to get you know a little more comfort, I think this is the way to go. You know, you're guaranteed to have a clean stay, and it's still going to be cheaper probably than like staying in a, a hotel or anything. And I sometimes mean, they they're helpful in terms of like letting you know stuff to do and all that kind of stuff as well. That's one thing I did enjoy too is like you you're getting a local. They live there. They know all the ins and outs, you know. And, and the more uh, they usually provide you with sheets that tell you all this shit too. Right, tell you where to get, you know, a beer or something if you need to get yeah. groceries, there where the yeah. place is, that kind of stuff. Maybe it's places to avoid, you know, which I really enjoy when there's places to avoid and you're like cutting you out of like the shit you encounter, your yep. shitholes and all oh, that. Oh yeah, save you that time. That's sort of like the, it's a concierge along with a uh, a stay. So speaking of apps, we have a couple more that we wanted to talk about. Uh, in our technology segment, we have been suggesting apps to you guys to try. We got a couple of good ones here to uh, keep you entertained. Some games. Yeah, we actually just played in between uh, recording segments of this episode. <laughs> the one that I'm about to suggest is called HQ Trivia. And if you're not familiar with this game uh i don't know how you haven't been because i'm usually the last to hear about things like this <laughs> uh, so <laughs> if you feel. if you hear heard about it after me then like you're way way behind um and you gotta catch up because hq trivia is a live trivia game show oh by the way we're not sponsored this is all just personal suggestions um, yeah yeah so hq trivia is a live trivia game show that uh you play through an app on your phone every night at like it depends on what what coast you're living on, but like 9 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, and yeah. uh, sometimes they'll do an extra show at 3 p.m. Eastern on weekdays. Yep, they they go live. They do generally 10 questions, and if you you have to get every question right, and however many people are left uh, getting those 10 questions right at the end, split the jackpot, which is usually what like 2,500 dollars. Yeah, it's like usually around two grand, but the one they had just a little while ago was what twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, on Sundays they do twenty five thousand dollars, but it's fifteen questions, so it's a little bit harder. And you can get yeah. extra lives by inviting friends with a code and stuff like that. 
and uh, it's it's really difficult. It's I would say your best bet is play with a bunch of people that have a very wide base of knowledge um, because yeah, that's, exactly. that's how you're going to go far. Yeah, because they really they pull these questions out of the fucking works. And you got to do uh, you got to answer them in like less than ten seconds. It's like ten seconds total to answer. So yeah, yeah. They've been, you know, growing and growing in popularity, having like over one million people playing and watching. Uh, they've had different celebrities on, such as Ryan Seacrest, Jimmy Kimmel, Christy Yamaguchi, Bert from Sesame Street co-hosted. So, <laughs> That's awesome. So they're doing cool new things, and they even did a, a big giveaway during the... They did a $20,000 prize during the halftime of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they're always doing something relevant to the time. They did a Christmas special and a New Year's one. And it's interesting it to fun. see. Sometimes they'll have technical difficulties. I'm not going to lie. People have complained about glitching, lagging, uh, it, once they get a lot of people in, uh, sometimes it'll lag out to the point where they can't even load their questions and they have to shut it down and restart it and everyone has to rejoin. So it's still fairly new. It's a very intriguing concept for like a game and an app. Yeah. It's an interactive game show that anybody could be on. It's yeah. Really cool. And you can win some money. So I'd say yeah. give it a try. That's HQ trivia. Now the app I'm going to talk about is, um, it's a pretty simple app, but it's pretty fucking awesome. It's an emulator, and uh, it's an emulator specifically for Game Boy. It's called Gem Boy, G-E-M Boy. And uh, basically all you do is you download ROMs and you can play Game Boy right on your phone. Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Regular, Game Boy Color, whatever the fuck it's called. We're talking and, uh, Zelda. We're talking Pokemon. Yeah, we're talking mainly Tetris. We're talking Pokemon, for <laughs> real. Because that's what I use it for. I got a uh, yellow loaded up on mine right now, and I'm banging through that storyline. But uh, it's totally free. You just download it, and uh, you can find many sites, including freeroms.com, or just look up free Game Boy ROMs, and uh, they're really fucking low. They'll download like in like two seconds. It's a couple megabytes, and uh, you'll be playing that shit in no time. Like, you can download it all from your phone. You don't have to hook your phone up to a computer or, like any of the other crazy shit. Like a lot of those emulators involve you plugging your phone into a computer. Right. No, this is just all downloaded from your phone. From the moment you download it, you can be playing Pokemon in two minutes. <laughs> Which so, is pretty, pretty cool. Just the idea of like having those retro nostalgic type of games available yeah. to you right on the device that you use every day anyway. Yeah. Now, this is limited to Android, um, but there is also alternatives. I'm not sure off the top of my head because I don't have an iPhone anymore, but there's alternatives on iPhone. They might involve you having to plug your phone into the computer, though. I don't know about that. So I, I had found one a while ago that I think it was like VGA Game Boy or something like that yeah. um, emulator, and it, it worked pretty well. You didn't have to connect to anything. It was just like you're saying with the Android. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, I'm not a person that plays a lot of the current phone games at all. I don't really buy into it, but I will play, like, retro system games on my phone. Like, there's oh, SM, yeah. there's Super Nintendo, there's regular Nintendo emulators, you know, all the older shit that the phone can handle. You get into the newer shit, it gets kind of weird because you can't do the controller on the screen. You know, like, when you get into Nite Nintendo 64, Too many look how buttons. many buttons there are, you know? But uh, other than that, like those old games, they run like fucking champs and they're really fun to just have on your phone. That's really awesome, uh, having that kind of access. <laughs> Kill some time at the airport. There you go. Nice. So uh, those are two apps you can check out. HQ Trivia and Gem Boy. And now before we get into this or that, one of our newest segments, I think we have something awesome from another podcast. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Chris. I'm the Believer. I'm Cody. I'm the Skeptic. And together we are BSP, the Idiot Syncrasy Files. The podcast where two idiots discuss weird phenomena. This week we're talking about ghosts. I believe in ghosts. Why? There's too much weird stuff in the world for it to be coincidental. See, I don't, because ghosts are souls, and shirts, pants, and jock straps do not have souls. These ghosts should be naked. My jock strap has a soul. <laughs> Moving on. Join us every week when we talk about cool phenomena ranging from skinwalkers to simulacra. There you go. Bye. Bye. Find us on Google Play, iTunes, and all those other podcasting places, or visit us at www.bspodphx.com. All right, we are back with our newest segment of the show called This or That. And with this or that, it's just that simple. We pick this or that. Which would you prefer? It's a, uh, a game of opinions. And, oh. And we got a lot of them. This is the segment that broke up the show in 20 years. Watch it. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you like that? Factions have formed. You are either this or that. So we got a tech version of this, this or that this episode. Yeah, it kind of goes all over the place. I have, like, one normal question, but other than that, it's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little out there, as you know how right. we do. Uh, first, this or that, Matt, that I'd like to pose to you. AR or VR? We're talking augmented, augmented. reality or virtual reality. So, under in my understanding, augmented reality is uh, where there's, like, physical... Ac- there's physical parts to it versus virtual is all non-movement based right yeah i would i would yeah. i would say as an example of ar would be a topographic map table where you could play with the sand and it would change what the uh, yes. projection on top would look like or a climbing wall where you could play interactive games with lights projected onto it yeah see augmented is the way to go especially once they evolve that in the future because that's where you're gonna find like things like actual like warehouses and whatnot that are set up for this shit it's real you know like i don't know like virtual has its limits you can add things like you know wind and stuff but there's limits to it, like what you can do very true i i have to go ar there's things that are going to be in the future where you know instead of having to write a note on a piece of paper you can write it on your wall and then using your google glass and it, it's it has a really bright future there's going to be really cool stuff that you can do with it hell yeah yeah and it's it's barely scratched the surface as far as like what's available Whereas publicly. VR, you might need like an entire area. Like AR, you can adapt to the area you have. Yes, where, where VR, you, are. you need an area that adapts to that. Virtual. Yeah, you literally have to have the physical area. Otherwise, you're going to be walking into shit and sh- it's a mess. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, my first question is a regular tech question. What, what are you? Are you Apple or Android guy? Well... And why? Seeing as how why I'm timing this on my iPhone while doing Instagram Live on my iPad while recording our episode with an iMac, or I'm sorry, a MacBook, I, I think I'm going to have to go Apple. <laughs> See, that's crazy because it's like I love Apple to death. I have I have five Apple computers in my house. Like, yeah. I love them. I love them. But when it comes to the phone, the phone is, like, locked to me. There's a lot of things you cannot do as far as, like, customization. True. And uh, granted, I don't do too much of that anymore, but I used to do it a lot more. Um, but even with graphic design on my phone to make it easy for the show and stuff, my I find my Android is pretty easy with the different programs that are available. You have had um, access to stuff that I haven't. 
Yeah, that's the thing is like I can do some things that I never could do on my iPhones because I used to have iPhones. So that's kind of one of my sellers on it. But other than that, I mean, the iPhone is getting pretty dank now. I mean, the new ones are pretty sick. That portrait um, mode. They need to get waterproof all the way. That's all I'm saying because my S7 is waterproof for like five meters or some shit. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's pretty so sweet. So I haven't tested it, but, you know, I believe it. <laughs> it's also plus, fireproof and alien-proof. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say it has wireless charging and it's VR capable. But <laughs> oh, okay. I was just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Want to go uh, off on left field with this next one? Hell yeah, let's do it. Terminator or Matrix? <laughs> Uh, wait, like, do I have to go through the Matrix or fight we're the Terminator? Talking, we're talking technology, so if uh, if you had, you could live in a world with Terminator technology, or you could live in a world with Matrix technology. Oh, shit. Damn. I don't know. I think I would go in Terminator technology in hopes that I could buy Terminators, maybe? I could just have, like, <laughs> army a of squad of Terminators. That's that's a good way to go. I would say Terminator just because I wouldn't want to live in the reality that is the Matrix. It seems that's very what the depressing. Matrix is too scary. Too it scary. Seems very depressing. <laughs> yeah, like I just nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be part of that. You, there's no coming back. I feel like you're better off just Matrix. staying asleep if you're in the Matrix and not waking oh, up with the red. Pill. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. I, don't, I want no part part of the Matrix. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's, a, it's really difficult. Terminator eh, Arnold might be just ripping through some walls on your day to day. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So my question: super strength bionic arms, or a neural intelligence implant in the brain? Okay. What so you, neuro- what would you? What would like, the, what would the neural intelligence? Implant? So I'm thinking something like more advanced than like Elon Musk's neural lace, but like uh, okay. where it kind of links all the information that's readily available on the internet, almost like into to my the brain. Head. Okay. So you could instantly buying like look up like reference points and like cross reference like within milliseconds. I'm going. Or neural- you could just fucking dominate anything. You have the strength to fucking pick up a, a tractor trailer. I'm not even fucking around. Like I'm not talking like you're a little stronger than you are. I'm talking like bionic limbs that nobody's ever envisioned. Like you just walk up and demolish things with what the touch. Now, if you want. I was thinking about this. It's gotta, for me, it's gotta be neural intelligence implant just because like on a day to day, I'm going to use that way more than the bionic super strength. Like, okay. you can impress people and stuff, but most of the things you can do with that are just going to destroy property. So, like, <laughs> you're going to end up getting I think arrested. you're looking at this but, negatively. But, yeah, you could do a lot of bad with that. Yeah, you just, I mean, like, if you wanted to, like, pick up cars just for fun, because you can, I guess. But then, like, when you set it back down, you're probably going to, like, pop the tires or, like, fuck some shit up. And then if they try and arrest you and put you in prison, you can just bust out through the walls. So, they, you know they're going to yeah. go extra hard on that. yeah. There's got to be like a shutoff switch or something. You're better off just being, down. A, being a know-it-all at that point. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's why I don't know if I would choose the neural lace because it's like... You know everything. What's left to learn? Well, what's you can take that information and like, create new stuff from it. Like you, like True, potentially. You'd be I like, I downloaded that. Elon Musk's rocket things and I'm adding like uh, fucking booster shoes to it. Like, but does, that, <laughs> does the... Okay, here's the thing. Does the adva- like the the knowledge that you have c- allow you to create any better? Like, you know, that doesn't necessarily So is this like code. a Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen 
That's where it's just yeah, like it I'm makes wondering. you so like depressed that you know everything and you just leave. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Is like, dude, that that's scary to me too. Like it's but like the Matrix effect. This, like. <laughs> this also isn't isn't only the smartest shit on the internet. This is like you have access to everything. The so you also have shit. dumbest shit too. So just like every video. Anytime you want to see someone getting hit in the nuts, you got it. It's right there. Oh. It's right up there. <laughs> yeah. True. Magic just makes you fucking dumb. So which are you going? I, I would go with bionic limbs to be safe. Okay. I gotta say. Hey, they come, at least they come I could, in handy eventually. They come in handy. Like, I'd, I'd just do construction or something. <laughs> I don't know. So, I got one for you. Colonize the moon or colonize Mars? Huh. Moon would be more practical than Mars. It seems like there's nothing really there to uh, mine. I don't know much about the minerals. I want to go with Mars because of Elon Musk. I have to. I have to. If Musk wants it, I want it. That's, I mean, that's interesting. I would say moon only because it's like, I would think you've got to make a cosmic pit stop before Mars. It would only make sense to like... See, that's what I was initially thinking. To like planet hop or not planets because of moon, but... If the other like ingenious minds in the world are, are avoiding that, then I'm like, hmm, there must be a reason. Go with that. They know There's something be some reason. They know something I don't. Moon dinosaurs. <laughs> moon can't, dinosaurs. Can't don't go there. There's moon gorillas. It's like moon that movie gorillas. fucking Congo <laughs> with Billy Zine. <laughs> that would make it terrifying. Now, I'm just going to wrap this out with a stereotypical question. Flying cars or teleportation? I'm going flying cars just because, like, with the way that technology works, you know it's always going to fuck up. Like, either one's kind of bad in a worst-case scenario. Flying cars are just dropped from the sky. Teleport, you could end up with your head, like, up your asshole. I so, was going to say, you don't want an asshole on your forehead? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> like, I'm going to flying cars because, like, hopefully I go flying car with a, a parachute on at all times, just in case. I know. I wanted to say, like, a perfectly working teleportation device, but it's like... Is there ever going to be a perfectly working teleportation? Even if it's like one out of every three billion comes out with an arm sticking out of their fucking chest. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So. <laughs> Fuck. It's coming out of nowhere. Oh, man. So yeah, that's, that's that's some fun uh, this or that. Hopefully we, we made you think a little bit. That's what we look to achieve. If not, <laughs> make you laugh a little bit. Seriously. Well, that wraps up the show, and uh, thanks for tuning in, people. We love you. Live show or listening on your podcast application of choice. Now is where we lay the plugs down on you. Nice and dirty. First, check out the Facebook page and uh, check out the American Slackers group while you're there. It's a place where you can take part in the conversation with all the other slackers and have all kinds of fun posting memes and talking shit about Seth the Bad King, you know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> And don't forget to stop by the Instagram where you can check out the promos for each and every show among other images that will make you laugh, weep, and just be happy to be alive. <laughs> and then don't forget to check out the website where you can access among two different ways, aspodcast.com or americanslackerpodcast.com. And you can find uh, links to every other thing that we're up to there. You'll find all our social media, all of our episodes, everything we're up to. Everything. You can also get at us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Amherst Slacker Podcast. 
all of our episodes and bonus episodes go up on YouTube as well. So go subscribe over there and like any of that content. And please rate and review us on iTunes and tell a friend about the show. That's uh, the easiest way to spread the message of the slackers and let everyone know what we're doing over here. And also thank you to anyone watching on Instagram Live, any of our regulars. We got uh, Tim, Aaron, Seth, uh, Z, any any of you. We're, we're happy to have you and anyone else who wants to watch. And uh, if you got some hate mail, send it our way too. American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com to let us know anything we did wrong to upset you. And if you want to jam out to all the artists that we have on the show, go to Spotify, check out the American Slacker Podcast playlist, and you will be fucking rocking out in your car or at work where you shouldn't be in no time. You can also become a Patreon Slacker by heading over to patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. Any support that you give us there goes into the show to make it better for you guys. It's like this rain cycle of love and support that you can contribute to uh on our show and make everything that much better you can also visit our shop over at american slacker podcast.bigcartel.com we have a simple slacker shirt and a morning slacker mug so you can sip on your coffee or your fresh squeezed oj and th- think about how awesome the slacking is hell yeah get out that shit won't be around long new designs to come so it's gonna like a limited run thing i mean one day you might be holding on to a collectible well if you want to keep up with us on a personal level you can get at me on uh, instagram at mwg media you get at me on snapchat and on xbox live at maddie g from hp and you can find me on instagram snapchat and xbox at landers the plane all right everybody once again i can't help but thank you guys tuning in listen to us every week listen to us just this week whatever we love you and until next time that's it there you go I see you out there, Smalley Biggs.